Hello, fair listeners. This is Rig. I am Gus. Fantastic. We're letting you know at the top of this show that we are releasing new and exclusive content all the time via our Patreon. And we sound like we're on meth because this is our seventh take at saying our own names. And also we're on meth. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> Percy delivers. So for as little as a cup of coffee per month, you can support us and get all sorts of new and exclusive content. Just go to Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Gus and Rig. Hello and welcome to a very special presentation of what we like to call Fails of Our Lives. <laughs> a Gus and Rig joint. My name is Rig and I am joined as always by Gus. Say hi, Gus. Hi, Gus. You can't tell the difference in our voices, so let's just assume that everything is fine. <laughs> so what we're going to do <laughs> is we are going to walk you guys through an actual fail that we have experienced together and I do not remember a whole lot of this, so I'm all I'm in the same seat as all of you listening right now because I was A, not part of the decision-making, and B, deleted all of my memories with alcohol. <laughs> so <laughs> It should come as no surprise to any of you that Rig remembers absolutely nothing, <laughs> and also that Rig has maximised the entire intro as his own because he'll be speaking very little for the remainder of the episode. Absolutely, because you are going to be taking us on a dead-set ride. Yeah, I remember everything. This is a waking nightmare <laughs> like, like for me. Like a vet... <laughs> <laughs> Returned vet. I, I, Violent hallucinations. <laughs> when I close my eyes at night, I <laughs> picture the sound of silence, which is a big part of this story, <laughs> which is not great when the story is about us hosting a major industry awards night for the music industry. Yeah. Oh, let's start from the beginning. So, our manager, I don't know who's longer suffering. Who will remain <laughs> nameless. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's refer to him as L Gurgis. No, <laughs> that's too obvious. Luke G. <laughs> so we it's one of those amazing professional relationships where both Gurgs and you and I are all long suffering. Yes. Everybody is long suffering of each other like some kind of a fucking three stooges act. <laughs> so <laughs> Gurgs is arranging for a large a Massive uh, music industry awards night. And we've just returned from Korea in 2018 uh, from the Winter Olympics. And he goes, great. These, this awards night is in three weeks. I want you to MC it. We're all hopped up on the smell of breakfast radio yeah. <laughs> after Korea. And we go, absolutely. That sounds awesome. There was some money promised and never delivered. <laughs> we could smell mid-tier success. <laughs> It started at the bottom and now we're slightly above the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) It's how the anthem goes. (laughs) So Gergs gives us a brief rundown of how he would like the night to go, which goes something like this. Hey guys, just want you to go out there, be yourselves, just write some jokes, it'll be awesome. Okay, so (laughs) what Gergs didn't tell us and what I should have probably seen coming as a card-carrying musician is that Music industry executives hate fun. Oh, yeah. Big time. Hate fun. 
We forgot about that when we were preparing for this. So we were thinking we were going to be two Ricky Gervaises at the Golden Globes. <laughs> just what? Just, just roasting te- the just shit out of everybody. Tearing strips off the high and mighty in the music industry. Fuck, didn't we just? So we've just jumped straight into writing content. I reread the content that we wrote for this awards night. I can't believe you saved it. <laughs> Google forever. <laughs> In docs form. <laughs> it is incredible. I, sta- I stand by everything that we wrote. Oh, great. I don't stand by how it was received. <laughs> However, we'll get to that. So in the in the lead up, um, it it's being held at a sporting stadium, <laughs> a prominent stadium which will not be, <laughs> not named, be named in Sydney. In Sydney, where <laughs> cricket's played a lot, some call it a ground. <laughs> I refer to it more as the hallowed turf of the. Anyway, <laughs> so, so this is being held in one of the large function rooms there, and. We go from uh, about 10, 14 days out, uh, we, we go to Gerg's, hey, mate, um, we've, we've written everything. Uh, do you want to check it out? He replies with, no, I trust you guys. <laughs> Famous <laughs> last words. That is red rag to a comedic bull. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because at that point, two weeks out, the content was all reasonably... Tame. Like we were trying not to not to offend. Yeah. From thirteen days to launch, we wrote some of the most abrasive <laughs> shit <laughs> I have ever been witness to. And this then brings us forward to uh, a day out when <laughs> we've devised an intro. That uh, utilized oh, that's right. <laughs> that utilized two existing assets because <laughs> it's important <laughs> to recycle as much shit as you have <laughs> in your arsenal. So we decided that we would start the the show by coming on stage in suits wearing funny hats. And when I say funny hats, I mean I had a Centerpoint Tower <laughs> mega hat and a Harbour Bridge hat that <laughs> had been built for an activation many years before that were just sitting around in my garage while we were writing jokes. Uh, we stumbled across these and went, this will be awesome. Let's start the show by <laughs> saying, oh, we thought this was an C style tourism watchdog <laughs> night. <laughs> we're, we're vastly underprepared. Do any I of you want to talk s- about New South Wales tourism? <laughs> and we, we, this seemed great. <laughs> when we to were, be fair, the reason why we felt the joke was so funny was because the actual name of the industry doesn't explicitly say music. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> and so we're like, what industry could it be? <laughs> so here's the, here's the opening dialogue from the night. We do the welcome to country. Then we go into... <laughs> tonight we are gathered to celebrate the creme de la creme of the Australian music industry. <laughs> what? Yep, says music industry on the card. Bullshit. Show me. Well, fuck. I thought 
I thought it was an ACCC-style tourism watchdog. We stayed up all night writing jokes about Johnny Depp's dogs and Lara Bingle. <laughs> Topical. <laughs> so... That's where we are now. We've brought we've brought you to our opening address at the awards <laughs> night, but I just want to just want to jump back a day, which is the point at which we realised that we had gone rogue, written over five thousand words of content. Are you shitting me? Do we write that much? We wrote that much, Fuck. and then we went. Oh, cool. Well, there's no teleprompter, and also we haven't memorised it. That's what right. are we going to do? Let's get cards printed that have game show style the logo of the awards night on the back of them and then like a primary school fucking fate we're going to (laughs) clag cut out our lines and clag them onto the cards and didn't we do that immediately preceding the night and we did it with we were so underprepared do it for us with us crackle was there um al al was there as well as crackle's date uh we're sitting there 20 minutes before this awards night starts, fucking gluing <laughs> Feverishly lines gluing. to cards to the point at which we only, we didn't finish. We didn't finish gluing everything to the cards. We just had to get up there and start. And we still had pages of shit to cut up. <laughs> <laughs> like, like we just literally had this dropped on us at the last minute. So we, we go up there, we're uh, standing, in hindsight, a long way apart on this 10 metre wide stage. The microphone stands were set up 8 metres apart, <laughs> which when you try to MC something with another person is effectively like being in another fucking country. <laughs> in different time zones. So we, we get up there, deliver this opening address, and there is silence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point at which I realised I was wearing Centrepoint Tower on my head. <laughs> and I the Harbour Bridge. <laughs> you the Harbour Bridge. And we looked out onto a sea of 300 angry faces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who, were, who were yelling at us with their eyes. Yeah. The fuck are you two? <laughs> and why am I already offended? Yeah. <laughs> why do you have the faces of two people who I'm going to hate? <laughs> Okay, so we continue down uh, this well-scripted opening monologue of this. Well, here we are. It's the Australian music industry's Night of Nights, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) We're four lines in and we're already insulting the people there and the (laughs) organisation. That's followed up by you saying, yeah, we're here to... uh, Celebrate Australian music and music-related jobs. (laughs) (laughs) Then we've written in the script, pause for laughter. (laughs) But didn't we actually say it? We said pause for laughter. laughter. Live to this audience. (laughs) (laughs) I stand by it. (laughs) They, they were trying to figure out how they could turn the rounded edge butter knives that they've been given into poison darts as fast as possible. The script continues. Well, if it's celebrating the pinnacle of the music industry, we are wildly underqualified to host. <laughs> Absolutely. Hold on. Don't you have a jazz degree? Me. Yes. Yes, sir. As I said, wildly underqualified. I think these people actually play and create gigs that more than three baby boomers and a blind hobo (laughs) attend. Again, we really thought that that would be a banger. Yeah, we 
did. This is the point at which someone started coughing. <laughs> which, when you can hear one person coughing in a room, you are bombing. Oh, uh, and the, the <laughs> as well, the acoustics were great because we heard that cough from all different <laughs> angles. <laughs> the reverb was right up on the cough. Uh, so we continue there and uh, then launch into this. 2018 is a brave new time to be part of the music industry. We've seen the decline of bands and artists without gratuitous consonants in their names and the return of lyrical substance and transparency in Australian music. And as this card clearly states, we've listened to them all and we'll now give you a brief synopsis of some of the top hits of the last 12 months. And people are looking at us with murder in their eyes <laughs> as I look down and oh see the God, major executives right. of the three biggest music labels that's right. in the country looking up like, I will fucking come up there. Yeah. Oh, my God. I do actually remember this part because we go on to completely fabricate names of acts and songs, right? We sure do. This is how it went down. Songs like Go Bang by Nor. <laughs> I think the <laughs> they all sounded like kind of real. Yep. I think the P is solid like pneumonia or pneumatic drill. <laughs> <laughs> An uplifting political ballad about elevating the birth rate. Oh, this is right. No. So what we did was we actually found real songs and completely made up... <laughs> What the songs were because we hadn't listened to them. Correct. So what we were doing in hindsight was taking people's art and then <laughs> making fun of it in front of them yes. to their faces <laughs> in a room full of people who hate that. We basically looked at your kid and said, that is one ugly child. <laughs> that is an, a beady-eyed little fuck. <laughs> the next one. And who could forget that chorus? Yeah. Who could forget it? <laughs> Chateau by Angus and Julia Stone. A sarcastic protest song about the Sydney property market. <laughs> and you chimed in with the husband and wife duo who can do no wrong. <laughs> so, within 90 seconds, <laughs> we have gone from standing start to incest... <laughs> By the way, I'm well aware that this is the height of arrogance, <laughs> laughing at our own jokes for an hour. It's amazing. <laughs> okay, the next one. What can I do if the fire goes out by Gang of Youths? Only way they could be more Australian is if they were called Gang of Youths. <laughs> the story of a young arsonist who has an existential crisis at the scene of a crime. <laughs> <laughs> or one man's search for meaning and a better accelerant. <laughs> is, it <laughs> is it a metaphor rig? You. No. Actual fire. <laughs> Flames and all. I haven't heard an arson anthem this good since burning down the house. <laughs> this is the point at which, oh, uh, which I was like, you know what? We're not the problem. You're the fucking yeah. problem <laughs> to the audience. As we continued with Foot on Couch, Missy Higgins' postmodern musings on how the other half live who didn't have the luxury of going to Geelong Grammar and having a dad who is a doctor. 
<laughs> Missy Higgins' manager at that point gets up. <laughs> Gex is like He got oh, up fuck. And he went to the bathroom And I don't know If he came back <laughs> Then we We followed that with Semi-autobiographical Raw emotion Be the song Live the song <laughs> Do the song oh, Then Then we've gone Think we nailed that It sounded very convincing I'm convinced we have in brackets, gauge crowd now. <laughs> I took a quick temperature. <laughs> it was icy. Freezing. <laughs> it was just below zero. Oh, mate, the Titanic would have crumbled oh, in this room. Insane. But then it's like we're too deep at this point. Yeah. We've, we've been riding for two weeks. Yeah. And... You fuckers are going to sit here and listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> as we continue with, as we said earlier, tonight is a very important night and similar to a primary school athletics carnival, there will be an obnoxiously <laughs> large number of awards given out to you peasants. <laughs> <laughs> like booked studio time, these will be split up throughout the night to allow everybody to visit the bathroom for extended periods of time. <laughs> I love that Coke joke. <laughs> also, like book studio time, everything is going to run way, way over. <laughs> Extend your babysitters. Call your dealers. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <sighs> to those How who- did this not land? <laughs> I don't understand. Yes, it is the height of arrogance laughing at your own jokes, but someone has to because the room didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, you know... I'll be listening uh, to our podcast in the car and I'll have someone in there and they're like, are you listening to your own podcast? And I'm like, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, and they're like, and you're laughing at your own jokes. I'm like, here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I find it funny and that's all that matters. <laughs> that's the best. <laughs> We've gone to those who win awards tonight. Congratulations. You earned it. And as Joe Bean Esposito put it, you're the best around. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you invested musical reference, horrible. Also, if you aren't holding industry tweet of the year or executive of the year, don't you dare make a speech. We're not kidding. No speeches, <laughs> not one. Don't even try. We've been told to use force. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, in all seriousness, organizers have done a great job in putting this shindig together. Etc. Etc. Uh, then we push forward to, with all that out of the way, we'd like to welcome to the stage our keynote speaker, and then <laughs> followed up with, she's a decorated musician, festival organizer, writer, and soon-to-be lawyer. At 24, she's joined the growing list of frustratingly talented young people who are, who are doing better than all of us at everything they try. <laughs> Please welcome Holly Rankin, aka Jack, Jack River. River. She now, was on our table. She was sitting at our table. Lovely, by the way. A, a really, really lovely. Re- really beautiful person. One of the only laughs in the room. <laughs> no, not not true. Crackle laughed at everything. That's the, that was my problem. <laughs> was that I'm like, <laughs> if my wife who doesn't listen to the cast is laughing at this, <laughs> we, <laughs> we, we are, are struggling. <laughs> but but also, <laughs> as we found out after Holly had spoken, uh, yeah, not not an aspiring lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> which she says as her opening comment. So, well, 
<laughs> Where did we get that from? We pulled it off a Wikipedia page that in hindsight was not for her. <laughs> it was for <laughs> some other guy called Jack, Jack River. River. <laughs> so <laughs> we fucked up so hard. Uh, then Adrian Eagle gets up and yep. absolutely slays it uh, yep. with a couple of tunes, which is great. Now, this is the point at which a message thread has started between you, Gergs, and I, <laughs> which goes something like this. 8.10pm. <laughs> How are you travelling, Gergs? Enjoying it? Him. Good job, guys. I think the music industry struggled to follow long jokes, but the shorter, sharper ones landed with the tables around me, which means the award-based jokes will be perfect. The next message that I send is at 9.05pm to him. Which just says this <laughs> Fuck, this is a struggle, Gergs. <laughs> and I'll tell We are in the trenches <laughs> at this point. And I'll tell you tell you what, what happened in between those two messages. This. We get up <laughs> after in the very unconventional way and decide that after an hour of the awards night, we'll do housekeeping. <laughs> Give it up for Adrian Eagle. Now, before we dive into the meal service, a few brief housekeeping matters. <laughs> Number one, toilets. Yeah. We have them. We're told they're easy to find. We have no fucking idea where they are. <laughs> two, food and beverage. There is good free food <laughs> arriving at your paid-for tables throughout the night. There is the standard event alternate drop, so while we'd normally suggest mingling and changing seats throughout the night, as we've seen the dead-set laundry list of dietary requirements from you needy fucks, if you change seats, you will literally die. <laughs> Do not change seats. Your entire capsicum stuffed with rice entree will never find you otherwise. Neither will your main, which is exactly the same as everybody else's, except eggplant and field mushrooms have had a dead set house party on your plate. <laughs> Three. Since we're at a sports ground, we've been given full reign with all their associated bells and whistles. As such, if you find the behaviour of somebody next to or near you antisocial, you can text the following number to have them removed. 0437-991-825. Four. Taxis. You're in the middle of the city. Walk onto the street or order an Uber. <laughs> Fucked if we care. That then takes us into the awards. Right. Shortly, and fuck, there were a lot of them. There's, they were split into so many brackets that there are fucking the first nine awards were one bracket. Oh shit! Do you remember at what point we decided that we would throw away our scripted cards? I do remember vividly throwing them away because I did it. We did it on stage. We did it on stage. Like, I literally threw them away, and what I remember was that there was actual applause when we did it. <laughs> it was amazing. But I... Because everyone there was a fucking asshole. <laughs> it was the but worst. also, I'm trying... I don't know what preceded that as to why we just decided... Did we just reach a moment where we were just like, fuck this? <laughs> I remember going on our Instagram, actually, because we were... I put up a few stories and we were just like, yeah, feeling good. And then we were like halfway through and I'm like, this is so fucked. <laughs> it is exactly that. So, <laughs> we go, like the industry as a whole or a reverse mullet, this awards show will be party at the front, business at the back. 
In the first half, we have the categories. That's a good joke. <laughs> it's great. In the first half, we have the categories that bring a smile to your face and remind you that life is a gift to be cherished, enjoyed, <laughs> and worshipped, such as Festival of the Year, Boutique Festival of the Year, Music Venue of the Year, and of course, Music Lawyer of the Year. <laughs> We, we start off with Boutique Festival of the Year. If we've learned anything about boutique festivals in the last 12 months, it's that if you're an early 2000s rapper, you shouldn't run a festival. <laughs> you don't need an exotic Caribbean island filled with small Instagram piglets. You don't need $100,000 of VIP cabanas. All you need are engaging acts, an appropriate amount of catering, and an event organiser that isn't a complete fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> the nominees for Boutique Festival of the Year are... Director screen and the winner is winner. <laughs> like, like it was uh, it's a festival in Tassie. <laughs> We've gone like we said. You don't need all the bells and whistles to create a great boutique festival. Sometimes you just need your father's fifty-acre estate with a small batch cider brewery in <laughs> northeastern Tasmania. <laughs> so where the crowd at that point goes completely silent. <laughs> Festival of the Year. And now we move on to Festival of the Year where we trade acid for dingers, flower (laughs) (laughs) flower crowns for still flower crowns, (laughs) and there is an even money chance of Florence and the Machine being on the bill. (laughs) The nominees for Festival of the Year, etc., 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 and the winner is the Horden. We follow that up by going, this feels like it was purchased. (laughs) For anybody that would like to submit a complaint, it's a stone's throw away from the room you're in right now. Music lawyer of the year. The oxymorons of our industry. (laughs) We hate lawyers, but damn, we love them sweet, sweet tunes. (laughs) <laughs> and with a foot and with a foot planted in the legal and musical worlds, they definitely do more cocaine than either of them. <laughs> we literally would get nothing done if not for these champions of evil. <laughs> they, th- <laughs> they said one day they would rise, part lawyer, part music pro. <laughs> <laughs> it's stronger than the sum of its parts. <laughs> then, then we'd like to welcome up on stage to present this award, Rami Katami and Bachara Shamaya of Madison Marcus. <laughs> then oh, these two fuck. these two lawyers get up there, oh. basically yell at us. <laughs> Announce the nominees and the and the award Ooh. winners, <laughs> and that's the point at which we were like, uh, after after we did this following one, we just went fuck it, <laughs> the the cards are off. In the mid two thousands, the world's most visited website was MySpace. <laughs> People had no idea that in the future they wouldn't need to go to Sanity and buy a CD, and instead would have billions of songs at their fingertips. <laughs> This has in no way stopped my dad refusing to stream music and asking when they'll reopen Brashes. But looking at this list of nominees, they can probably survive without his 10 bucks a month. 
such a niche joke <laughs> with Bratzine. We wrote that and we were like crying with laughter. And everyone's like, what's what Bratzine? <laughs> what the fuck? The nominees for Digital Music Retailer of the Year are... And the winner is Spotify. (laughs) That's the point at which you went, Spotify, where did those blokes come from? (laughs) Which was... Must have popped up overnight. (laughs) Which was the first legitimate laugh of the night. (laughs) And, And the point at which we said to the audience, should we just wing this fucker? That's right, because it was the first legitimate laugh uh, that we had received and it was from an off-the-cuff comment because we hadn't scripted that. Is that correct? Correct. And, uh, and so we then put it to the audience in one of the more interesting emceeing moves. <laughs> we said, let's do a straw poll. <laughs> who wants us to stick with the cards and who wants us to throw them away on stage yeah. and wing this fucker? Show of hands, it was definitively throw the cards away. <laughs> definitively? I thought it was unanimous. <laughs> it was. The eyes have it. So we have flipped our cards off stage and immediately uh, realised that we don't know what the awards are. <laughs> Started turning around <laughs> to the screen and writing these. So everything from here didn't get said on the night. Yeah, so right. the, these are all of the gems that <laughs> did not get unleashed because from there we basically just riffed. Okay. Music venue of the year. The entirety of the Inner West will be furious if the Enmore doesn't win and the entirety of New South Wales Parliament will be furious to discover there are any live music venues still <laughs> left open <laughs> to present this award. We'd like this bloke to come up here and do the thing. <laughs> We actually we were going to say we that. We were going to say that, and <laughs> and the guy that we were inviting up is the managing director of BMG. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then uh, industry tweet of the year. Fucking hell! This riff I remember going for ages, <laughs> as, as we basically shat on influencers, <laughs> the con- the concept of Twitter for anything but live traffic updates. <laughs> <laughs> why Twitter as a social media platform blows. <laughs> and didn't I... Are you about to get to what I said about how I erroneously quoted the word limit or the character count? <laughs> yes. So well, while we're up there, your quip about the character limit was... I can't remember. <laughs> I honestly can't remember. I just remember that I quoted it wrong because whoever went up on the microphone like clapped back. Yeah. So the guy who the guy who won, uh, the person who came up to present it, um, was the uh, head or the VP of Twitter Australia. You had said uh, said it's t- tough to put your entire life story into 161 characters, and she came up and was like, "It's 130 characters." Oh, like <laughs> one forty or two eighty or whatever. They, yeah, yeah. So so yeah, we then moved on to industry impact of the year. Our script, not all impacts are good. <laughs> Sudden impact. <laughs> <laughs> High impact aerobics. <laughs> Large portions of the movie, deep impact. <laughs> but in this case, it's good. The award goes to the person who's had a positive and defining impact on our industry or society in the past year. And the winner is, etc., uh, Briggs comes up and grabs it, which oh, is that's right. he 
uh, got up there and we just wrapped fresh with him for a minute or so. He's he, a ledge. he loved it. Yeah. Ab- absolutely loved it. Uh, then community radio host of the year, it's you in a basement. Half-ripped pop filter, a mix of your got-off gum tree, <laughs> headphones from a Qantas flight, running on a pocket full of dreams and a dickload of uppers. <laughs> and basically just explained us. us. And you're doing it for free because you love it. <laughs> this is community radio. We pay our respects to the public servants that bring the heat but have no kitchen to speak of. <laughs> <laughs> that is such that's, a roast of community radio. So gold that like I've done community radio. It's fucking true. It's horrible. Uh, then we go to uh, a break and uh, Chloe gets up and sings. This is the point at which one of the most amazing deflating pep talks in history occurs. <laughs> We've just gotten off stage. Uh, the messages from Gergs are <laughs> me. Fuck, this is a struggle, Gergs. Him. Yeah, they're more bitchy than I thought. I reckon just play it straight. Me. Sure, mate. <laughs> Gergs, just read the awards out. So sorry, guys. Sometimes you nail it. Your call just don't want to force you. All the tables around me are laughing. I love it. <laughs> but the, the pep talk comes from one of his staff who, as we go to the bar and inhale Crown Lagers, <laughs> comes over and says, hey, guys, you're just doing great up there. Yeah. <laughs> it was lacking and any sort of conviction. <laughs> this, is, this is one of his staffers who has made it clear to us on a number of occasions that she thinks that we are the worst. Yeah. <laughs> This is Sarah, isn't it? Sarah. (laughs) Sarah's dead set hated our guts. From from day dot. From day one, we walked into that office and uh, yeah. She she looked at us like, great, two more straight white blokes. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Sarah, we can't change anything about what we are. (laughs) We're trying. We're bluffed. We've told you. (laughs) We're not conservative. We are very left. All playing for the same side here. So she, she's then continued with uh, after we've gone, oh, thanks. Uh, yeah, tough crowd. And she's like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but like, thanks, Sarah. Enjoy your night. <laughs> we cut to the last of the awards. And again, we had to throw, throw away the cards because at that point it was just the room was ice cold and yeah. we could either... Stick to the stuff or wing it. Wing it ended up being quite good. In Actually, the end. it was not that bad. And, 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 and it went fine. But what the people did miss was all of this. Awards <laughs> 10 to 18. It's well and truly business time now. Behind all the feel-good tracks and slick music videos, there's greased up palms, <laughs> expensive lunches, and that thing where you get caught between a proper handshake and the half handshake hug pat on the back thing. <laughs> Do do I pull? Do we keep it civil? It's music, right? We're all friends here. If you voted for pseudo hug, then regret you're in the right place. Welcome to the big end of town. Oh my god, that is gold. It's phenomenal. That's so funny. How the fuck? Do- oh man, we, uh, this is we, it. We just played to the wrong room. This is this we is this the, the do over. I feel like oh. People should hit us up. They're like, if you actually <laughs> would have liked to have seen this, book, book us, us now. 
<laughs> your next industry awards night. Or just like your end of year Christmas celebrations. <laughs> we will roast everyone. We will happily get up there. And, and your t- industry. <laughs> tell your boss that he is a sweaty turtle <laughs> to his face. <laughs> Don't know where Dave's neck begins yeah. and ends. But I certainly know where his nose does. <laughs> Big old coke sniffer. Yeah. Uh, Radio host of the year. While any pair of hacks with a couple of SM58s and a mixer can have a podcast that is edited at 1am or really whenever the hell they feel like it, the organised chaos that is live radio is and continues to be an art form in demand. It requires a special type of masochist to open phone lines (laughs) to the public live or have the same waking hours as a 19-year-old apprentice chef. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but these embattled audio warriors live for this shit and artists build entire careers off the back of their followings. Uh, ben and Liam won that. Uh, yeah, we, who were also at our uh, table. Who were also, and who also at our we table. obviously had, had gotten to know. Yeah, through, uh, through the uh, Triple J career stuff. Um, <laughs> they get up, uh, say something uh, that... Look, Ben and Liam, when you... When you listen to this, I'm going to tell you right now, <laughs> you got up there and you delivered a four out of ten gag and the room lost their shit. Yeah. And that's the point at which we went, look at all you fame whores. <laughs> <laughs> Manager of the year. Oh, bitter and Bitterness <laughs> and jealousy looks good on us. It's great. I don't care. I don't know why people think it's a stinky cologne. <laughs> we smell great. <laughs> <laughs> Works great on our greased up palms. Yeah. <laughs> Manager of the year. Managers are extremely important in our industry and with this award we are paying our respects to those who are great ones. Great managers who don't send their talent a run sheet five minutes before the awards night. (laughs) Great managers who don't get talent to host the awards night for free. (laughs) Great managers who, when the talent is stuck in career and is asking for more budget, doesn't laugh at them and then hang up. (laughs) Great managers who don't use their talent as possible fodder in a North Korea-South Korea conflict. <laughs> to present this award, we'd like to welcome to the stage an AAM board member, and the winner is some bloke. <laughs> at this at this point, I've clocked exactly where Gergs is. Because <laughs> it's just become a dead set, <laughs> dead set roast. I can see him giggling, but again, I have never heard my wife laugh that hard. <laughs> <laughs> Which again is so horrifying. bad. So bad for our content. Publicist of the year. Now, when we were talking about publicist of the year, when we were writing the content, you and I both agreed that we had no idea what a publicist did <laughs> That's in, right. in music. Speaking of my wife, I realised when we sat down after this that my wife is a publicist <laughs> in the music <laughs> industry, <laughs> and I did not ask her whether any of this was legit. We are about to hand out the award for Publicist of the Year. This is a tough job for many reasons, but right up there is belief in the product. Artists and their music are polarising. Some publicists might love them, others may hate them, but you've got to believe that the press release will be praising them as the next voice of our generation. <laughs> They've got to punch the clock like everyone else. We have no idea what they do. <laughs> That's the most rambling blurb <laughs> of bullshit. <laughs> we basically got up there and said... 110%. Uh, you know, we've Pain got is just weakness leaving yeah. the body. <laughs> uh, we just scored more points than that, Dave. Uh. <laughs> but then the guy that gets up to present the award is from an accounting firm. And that made it even weirder. I was like, <laughs> now I really don't know yeah. what they do. <laughs> Industry tweet of the year. 
did uh, did that one uh, earlier, but then <laughs> then we uh, doubled down on uh, the. <laughs> 140 characters thing and they tell us that it's 280 um, publisher A&R of the year the original golems of the music scene <laughs> publisher A&R's hoard great songs until their writers are paid handsomely for their art they're the people behind trivia facts like did you know a Swedish bloke nobody has heard of has written the third most number one billboard hits behind Lennon and McCartney and holy actual shit Neil Diamond wrote Red Red Wine <laughs> Marketing manager of the year. Shit gets pretty real when your record is selling whatever whatever the opposite of hotcakes is. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's why we have the marketing genii who are all about native, organic, paid boost, bounce rate click-throughs to get the word out there to the masses. And thank God they do, because if we had to deal with that word salad, our album would go down like a sick person's fart. (laughs) (laughs) Holy fuck. (laughs) Then we go, label A&R of the year. We call them the tastemakers. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody else does. (laughs) <laughs> they, they think they know what the public want to hear better than the public know. And if you get stuck next to them at a networking event, they are guaranteed to tell you about a new sound coming out of Texas <laughs> that only five people in the world are currently aware of. <laughs> We're calling it Squ- Swamp Skrillex for now. <laughs> but we'll have to change the name at some point because it turns out that's a well-known chemical waste disposal company in Houston. <laughs> I actually like longer form jokes. I don't Great. know what Gergs is talking about. No, they are absolute genii and every day shapes, shape the music industry with their experience and intuition. Uh, we must have really liked these blokes. Yeah, wow. <laughs> and, and on a nice note, booking agent of the year. <laughs> booking agents are the gatekeepers to the opportunities that can send an artist's career into warp speed. They are spoken word wizards and can sell ice to Eskimos or even ice to Eskimo Joe if we'll get one of their <laughs> up-and-comers a support slot. And by ice, we mean crystal meth. <laughs> so just for those who've been listening to our show for a while, all the crystal meth references, they go deep. They go so is it, deep. Is it, is it, They're is it many new, years in the making. <laughs> it is and, new for us. And we don't pull punches when we're delivering to a... Blank-faced, three-hundred-person room. We still talk about meth and insinuating that one of the better bands of the mid two thousands were Crystal Meth Addicts. <laughs> I think that we came came upon that because we were like, this both works as a pun, but also they're from Perth, and probably <laughs> <laughs> they are also the only people, apart from drug dealers and recruiters, who have more than two mobile phones. <laughs> Then we move forward to executive of the year. (laughs) Oh, this would have been hectic. People are belted by this point. Yeah. But also, we we know who wins this, and it is the big dog of of Australian music. Yeah. The head of Sony. We're looking at this, and we're fully aware that this could go one of two ways. Yep. It can either be a great everyone turn on the big wig... Or, oh shit, this guy owns all of us. And uh, I don't know whether you were going to say, we met him prior 
to the actual event starting. We did. We were having a beer feel, with, with, with Dennis beforehand. Which I feel like at the time I was like, oh, this is very innocent and a great opportunity. But looking back, I'm like, that was a power move. He just <laughs> wanted to cut off <laughs> any <laughs> possible jokes that we could have made. 100%. Executive of the year. Here it is. The big one. This is where we pay homage to our corporate overlords. <laughs> <laughs> the men and women who own small islands while the rest of us rent. Smart and driven people who use big words. Let's talk business. Synergy. Let's take this offline. Incorporate some blue sky thinking. We want to be customer centric. Reinvent the wheel. Move the goalposts. Close of play. Get our ducks in a row. Deliverables. Paradigm shift. Early adopters. Let's be disruptors now. <laughs> let's wear multiple hats. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> but let's get down to brass tacks. <laughs> <laughs> and take a look at the mindset shifters and thought leaders who connect the dots every day so we can all build a better mousetrap. <laughs> So, so Dennis, Dennis from from Sony oh, wins. Fuck, gets up there, uh, makes a, an acceptance speech that goes for quite some time. Yeah, uh, then he finishes up. <laughs> he gets us like a standing ovation. Yeah, big time. The entire room has just gone great. That was basically Mandela esque, <laughs> <laughs> and we follow on with cool Dennis. I guess. The- <laughs> I guess all we have to do to get applause tonight is be a fat, rich, white guy. <laughs> that's what we... Th- no, that's what we were going to say. We're going to we say, but say. In, instead we pulled the punch and I think we were like, cool, Dennis, you, I, you did real good. I reckon in the right room that joke would oh, have slayed. slayed. But also, we've realised... Also hard on Dennis, he's a nice guy. <laughs> he's a nice guy. Um, but you've got to be able to laugh at yourself. We've, we've realised that his son is uh, sitting directly in front of us and has been giving us the, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to meet you in the car park later, look, <laughs> for the better part of 20 minutes. Uh, then uh, we thank thank Gergs, um, which is actually more heartfelt than anything I think we've ever said to him. So us forgetting that uh, and, <laughs> and, and riffing it <laughs> is pretty reflective <laughs> of all of the long suffering that happens between the three of us. Then... And just like that, with all the sexually charged longing of a year 10 blue light disco when the lights come on, (laughs) we're regretfully at the end of tonight's proceedings. A massive congratulations to all the award winners, commiserations to those who missed out, and thank you to the kitchen for dealing with the comically long scroll of Eastern (laughs) Suburbs allergies. (laughs) We will now be heading next door to continue the festivities. It's been our absolute pleasure steering the ship tonight. We are Gus and Rig. Thank you, and we'll see you next year. That was optimistic. <laughs> so, so optimistic. And then I've realised that we, we have an entire thing of uh, of riffs that we had ready to go. Oh, wow. Uh, here we go. Uh, Gang of Youths. Ironically, the entire band looks like they've aged a decade in the last year. <laughs> The only question is when Dennis is going to give them some of the money they actually earned. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> pulled, pulled that one. And then a massive list <laughs> of possible songs that we listened to. 
fake magic by Peking Duck, an expose on how the media are lying bastards when it comes to magicians, <laughs> <laughs> or a Donald Trump-Bruno Mars collaboration about their joint love for illusions and sleight-of-hand card tricks. <laughs> Fool's Gold by Jack River, the long-awaited title track to the 2008 film starring Matthew McConaughey. (laughs) (laughs) Other one is, uh, we were going to take the piss out of the name of the awards night as a Robin Williams in Insomnia-esque serial killer (laughs) wear-watchers-style organisation. (laughs) Or the local rag of Industry California. (laughs) An Illuminati-esque collection of avid watchers. (laughs) (laughs) And the final one (laughs) is us opening with, tonight we celebrate the outstanding talent of the Australian music scene and the money-hungry succubi who represent them. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? So then, (laughs) also, we get to the end of the night and uh, the... Head of Triple J programming comes up to us and is like, smashed it, boys. And I'm <laughs> like, are you fucking pie? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but also, remember when I was sitting down and there was a girl at our table who was absolutely belted and it wasn't my wife or Al, uh, who was just <laughs> looking around the table and then at the end of the night just decided to steal all the cutlery. <laughs> She, she's there with her handbag. Was that the chick who was like the same? T- there was a chick on the table who was like very, very interested yeah. in me. Yes. Was it the same chick? Sa- same one. Yeah. D- her I'm like, thanks, but no. Not <laughs> even thanks, but no thanks. Thanks, but no. no. Full stop. It, it, because you saw her stealing cutlery and yeah, that was probably <laughs> stealing it. bottles of red. It's what's on my dating app <laughs> profile I now. Can't, <laughs> like can't do it. Looking for a person who doesn't, doesn't steal, steal cutlery. cutlery. Oh my God. <sighs> the other thing as well that I remember afterwards was that so you've got to understand, yes, everyone uh, was largely silent uh, for a large portion of the night, but we did have a few members of the public that did come up to us yeah, afterwards yeah. who were like almost... The feeling that I got was that they were too afraid to laugh. Yeah. And they it, were like, that was so good. Like they were waiting for someone to fucking stick it up all these people and were so happy that we <laughs> did it. There was, was like a handful of people that uh, came up to us. 100%. Or and just like give us like pats on the back and like fucking good on you, <laughs> that man. Was that was great. fucking great. It, it's, it's an empire style thing. Yeah. When a, a, lot of the, a lot of the people who, I mean, we did spend the entire night uh, taking the piss out of uh, music industry executives, yeah. which was most of the room. Uh, the people who were really enjoying it were musicians and plus ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It, was, it was in hindsight an interesting approach to take uh, for a predominantly music industry awards night to really just force the hand. Yeah, but I just don't understand. It's really funny because, and I'm not in any way equating us to uh, Ricky Gervais, but obviously I think it's one of those things you need to possess as a human is to be able to laugh at yourself, right? Yeah. Like, Stop feeling so attacked all the time. Like, <laughs> shit's funny. Like, there's, a, re- there's a reason why we always make fun of ourselves because that went down like a lead balloon. Like, we're, <laughs> all, we're, we're laughing now at our own jokes, but it was like, it was, at times, fucking horrifying to be up on that stage. Like, and we were... 
We were dying. We, we, were, we, di- were, fucking we were fucking dying bombing. up there. And we were we were bombing really hard. We were like, I, I don't know about you, but like I was fucking, I was angry. I was annoyed. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> what is wrong with you people? Like fucking get a clue have a, and fucking laugh at yourself. Like I don't understand. So good. <laughs> it's, it, it's so, so good to think about that. And, and just <laughs> afterwards... Kirk's trying to be like, guys, that was you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. Yeah. Thank you so much. It was. Uh... And, and then to add, just as like a cleansing of the entire situation, we left the uh, Centerport Tower and Harbour Bridge hats next to the stage. That's it for uh, the cleaners of the the venue to have yeah. and, and we said to them do you want these and this cleaner's just like yeah, yeah. <laughs> so someone has both of those hats in their house it's uh yeah we wanted to we went full sco- scorched earth on that we yeah. left everything there oh it's amazing and you know there's a thing that we write in our chats to each other uh usually around special uh, occasions or or just when we need to hear it but uh, something to the effect of, mate, it's a pleasure being in the trenches with you. No trench has ever been as deep as oh. it was that night. A- and also, how many live grenades did we keep finding at our feet? Holy shit. <laughs> I was like, this is immense. Just just the level of... Uh, the level of cold abrasion in the, <laughs> in the room because nobody wanted to be seen to be having a good time. Yeah. And we're all very sensitive. Yeah. It's insane. It was mental. Like, I just don't understand why people can't laugh at themselves. It's like, seriously, get a fucking clue. It's like, it's I understand the, it's that the it's, arts. I understand it's your art. Yeah. So you don't want anyone criticizing your baby. I understand that. Uh, no, it, it's the profile thing. It's, a, it's, de- yeah, it's definitely that, that bizarre, uh, that entire world is, is about. Do you have a name that means that I should respect this enough to cop what you're saying? And, yeah. and that, I guess, is fine. Because <laughs> realistically, we were going to say the same shit regardless. So the fact that we've been able to drop it on all of you two years later, <laughs> if you have an awards night coming up, a presentation night, uh, weddings are sensitive, but we're also open to weddings, <laughs> that you would like us to come and MC. We are going to be giving away to our top tier patrons, to one lucky patron, the opportunity for us to MC an event of their choice. (laughs) (laughs) And they can include, but are not limited to, retirements, (laughs) funerals, 21sts, (laughs) and music industry award nights, 18ths, 19ths, (laughs) quinceaneras. 85th. Oh, welcome. Only. (laughs) Welcome to the family business, Dugs. (laughs) Bachelor parties. Hens parties. (laughs) Oh, but Uh, yeah, legit. If you jump onto our Patreon and you sign up to our our $20 tier, uh, we are going to be giving that away to one loyal patron. Yes. Just the opportunity for. For us to basically come and roast people of your choosing. (laughs) (laughs) 
Love that. And if you do want to get involved, head to our patrons, patreon.com slash Gus and Rig. And while you're there, on the computer, on your phone, what have you, head on over to Instagram. Give us a follow at Gus and Rig, G-U-S-A-N-D-R-I-G. Like us on Facebook, Shit Show, all one word. And if you've got something meatier to send to us, send us an email at shitshow.au at gmail.com. Cool. I think that's all we've got time for. Absolutely. This has been <laughs> the one of the sweatiest <laughs> casts ever. But, mate, as always, it's a pleasure being in this deep <laughs> trench with you. It sure is, mate. <laughs> Cheers, guys. See ya.